Hello, and welcome to the Keep It Local Maine podcast, where we tell the stories of local business owners, artists, and entrepreneurs, and learn more about what they do, who and what inspires them, their challenges, successes, and more. My name is Todd Regalinski. And I am Kimberly Regalinski. And we are the publishers of Keep It Local Maine, a magazine that helps to showcase local businesses to the people in and around their communities. Thank you for tuning in to our weekly podcast that you can subscribe to on most streaming services such as Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, Google Podcasts, and others. You can learn more about us at Keep at localmain.com and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube through the links in the show notes. In this episode, we'll be talking with Marwan Alkayar from 207 Kicks. Marwan is a young entrepreneur who created a unique retail business in Saco, Maine. He started reselling sneakers at the age of 14 and kept growing to the point where he opened his own store. 207 Kicks is a buy, sell, trade retail store where they have the largest selection of high-end sneakers and streetwear in Maine. At 207 Kicks, they have received a huge demand for the merchandise they sell, and they're already on the way of expanding. And now, a quick word from our sponsor. You are a Maine business. A Maine business. That means you're the backbone of our community and a force for good in Maine. At Gorham Savings Bank, we think you deserve a bank that sees your business as more than a balance sheet. Every Maine business deserves that kind of bank. Call, click, or come by to learn how we can help your business thrive. You're a Maine business. We're a Maine bank. Let's get to work. Gorham Savings Bank. Banking is believing. Member FDIC. Welcome to the show, Marwan. We're so glad that you're here with us today. Yeah, thank you guys uh, for having me here. It's uh, my pleasure to talk to you guys. This is super exciting. I can't wait to talk sneakers. So Kim is a Kim is a big fan of shoes. Yes. So this That's is awesome. the next natural progression yes. for the podcast. So, so tell us what was it like starting your own business at 14, and how did that all get started? Like, what's what's your background? Yeah. Um, so. Basically, I was in middle school. I come from a, a special background. Um, I immigrated with my family from Iraq, the Middle East, mm-hmm. in 2015. And so I've been in the U.S. for six years. Um, I became with uh, zero English. We didn't have any money. At that time, I was in middle school. Um, I saw kids wearing those uh, designer shoes, um, which we call now like Jordans, Yeezys, all those mm-hmm. high fashion, high end uh, sneakers. And uh, I always wondered where they get them from and why, why are they paying these uh, high prices for them? And um, mm-hmm. one day uh, I started looking into them and I bought a few sneakers online mm-hmm. and, and I re- re- like resold them to a few of my friends uh, in middle school. And I saw there's a uh, good uh, money coming from it. So next thing I, I see is, is there's like a convention center events mm-hmm. happening in uh, Boston. And so uh, I tell my brother to drive me. I go there. And at that time, again, I didn't have a lot of money. So I'd buy these like uh, used uh, beat up sneakers that is like they're like uh, $10 to $30 range. Mm-hmm. And I'd, I'd bring them from these events and to my hometown and, and, and sell them to these kids in my school and, and keep repeating the process. And I, I kept doing that repeatedly and, and, and just go from there and started taking it seriously after that. Because for me, at at age of 14, I just didn't think I could make that money working uh, at a normal job, like Mm -hmm. other kids my age are working. And Mm -hmm. it it was just awesome, you know, it's, I loved loved doing it, I still do. It's just fun traveling to these events, um, Mm. talking to other people, making connections and friends. Mm -hmm. And it's it's just been awesome since, it's a total whole, um, experience, you know, mm-hmm. and and my family didn't actually see the vision back then. They always thought it's a, you know, one of these hobbies that you do. Mm-hmm. 
and, right. and not actually make a, a living out of it. Mm-hmm. And they saw me making great money actually after. <laughs> and then awesome. they, were, they were like, wow, we're, we're impressed, you know. That's wow. really cool. So 14 years old. So you, so when you came here, you didn't know any English and you started at 14. Now, how long have you been doing this for now? Yeah, no, I, I, like uh, it's since since I was like, since I came to the U.S., you know, I, I had zero English, but I can interact a little mm-hmm. um, with mm-hmm. with my friends, you know, so that that like sneakers, honestly, I'd say sneakers helped me a lot through, through everything, honestly. Like mm-hmm. it's 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 a just a very, very nice experience. You know, it, it also mm-hmm. taught me English because when you're dealing with customers and mm-hmm. dealing with those people buying and selling and negotiating, mm-hmm. it, it, it taught me a lot. It's it's not only English, but a lot of skills that I, I really needed um, that I yeah. didn't learn elsewhere. That's so cool. Yeah. It, I imagine it also kind of raises the learning curve, too, because you you put yourself in situations where you have to start learning a little bit quicker than you might if, right. if you weren't interacting on that level with kind of those stakes. Like, I, I really want to sell these sneakers. So I really, you know, you kind of, I would imagine that helps you learn a little bit quicker. Mm, oh, hundred percent, hundred percent. You know, like if you, because like uh, whatever, whatever sneakers left that you didn't sell, you have to find a way to, to sell them. And mm. so that just makes you get out of your comfort zone and just uh, start like, you know, talking to other people and, and tell them what you do. And how mm. you could, you know, give them these sneakers. That's so cool. Yeah. And it's also, I mean, just the social skills. Right. Because I was I was very introverted as a as a kid and a teen and growing up. And I imagine getting into, you know, into doing sales and things like that, like that has to give you a certain leg up in terms of social skills going forward. Mm. Sure. Yeah, hundred percent. It's 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 not only about sneakers, honestly, like at that age. I wasn't only doing sneakers. I was I was flipping other things. Um, if I were to be honest, like uh, phones, for example, I would like buy like uh, broken phones and and fix them. Get these parts online and watch a few um, YouTube videos. Um, learn how to fix these phones and just uh, resell them. Basically, you are a true entrepreneur, sir. Yeah. Yeah. So much respect for you. Yeah. I now I'm I'm kicking myself for all the business opportunities that I've missed. <laughs> I'm yeah, like, there, Wait a minute. honestly, yeah, there there are so many that you know you can just uh, make a quick buck. It, it's 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 awesome, you know. Yeah. Hmm. So actually, one other quick follow up on the on this is that how long did it really take before you were you know when you started out you didn't have a ton of money so you were buying those mm-hmm. sneakers like you said in the ten to thirty dollar kind of range. Right. How long did it take you to kind of churning those over to get to whatever the next kind of level was? Quickly, actually. Quick. Huh. That was mm. it, it was quick because again, like you you're you're negotiating and, and by the way you talk, like you're you're selling when you sell something to someone, you it's like, I don't know, you, you just have to have that specific skill to sell it because mm-hmm. if you can get it for ten or twenty bucks um, and flip it for sixty uh, or mm-hmm. f- f- fifty bucks, you know, that's making like a, a quick thirty bucks. And and imagine like repeating that with like five mm-hmm. or ten pairs of shoes and that's just keep doubling the the margins mm-hmm. and the profits. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. See, now you're, see, the thing is you're, you're speaking Kim's language right here because <laughs> Kim is the salesperson. I'm, I am just, I make things look pretty online and I yeah, stay it's, here in my it's, office. It's a, it takes a certain person to do that. It's, it, it's exciting. You have to be a people person. You, you really have to be driven and it, not everyone can do what you do. I, I agree. Yep. hundred percent. hundred percent. Yeah. 
So what is it about sneakers and reselling that keeps you passionate and interested in the business? Because I know that, you know, it started out as kind of like, oh, hey, my friends, you know, are buying these. I bet I can kind of do something here. But there's got to be something that kind of keeps you going. Is it right. kind of the community aspect or what? what right. is it specifically? Yeah, yeah. Um, it's not always about the money. To be honest mm-hmm. with you, like mm-hmm. if, if I were to describe it, like it gives you like a lot of opportunities. Like you make friends that will will be like with you forever. Um, you make a lot of important connections that will help you later in life succeed somehow. It's it's just one of these things, you know, that you just have to look closely uh, into and just realize that it's not always about the money. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's great. It's more of a purpose. And and, and traveling uh, like to to events and and just having fun with friends is just an awesome experience. Mm. That's great. How often do you go to these events? Very often, actually. Um, especially the last uh, few months, we we almost travel every weekend uh, to oh, wow. a different city. Wow. Now how yeah. how far how far do you go? Far sometimes actually. Oh. Um, it, it requires flying. Oh um, wow. Yeah, for example, we go to Florida a lot. Last month, we went to Chicago. We went to Orlando. Wow. New York. All these cities. Yeah. I'd imagine it's almost like you, you're actually trying to get s- sneakers from Florida because it's almost like cars. Like, they're not as beat up. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. by winter and stuff. So, yeah. some, it, see, you, you, it is like that, honestly. So sneakers are almost getting like to, it's a total new market it's yeah. it's it's a it's a whole market you know just like yeah. cars just like other things you know you can find them cheaper somewhere else than than mm-hmm. than here so that's that's why we travel to go and 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 get these um sneakers because we can't buy them in in a huge quantity which we say bulk mm-hmm. uh, we use that term a lot it's almost impossible sometimes because no one has these uh, specific sneakers uh, in, mm. in a huge quantity unless mm-hmm. you know they're they're prof- professional and 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 they know what they what they're doing mm-hmm. well yeah and you have the extra the extra thing of you know you don't have to worry about if someone wants a a particular car you don't have to worry about the size you know but now you have that extra factor of oh i want this sneaker but I'm a size mm-hmm. 13 or no, I'm a size eight or whatever it is. You have that to worry about too. Yeah. Yeah. True. Wow. So I have to ask this question. I'm like so excited to ask this question. <laughs> so tell us what are some of the sneakers that you have in your store right now? Like what are some of the, the ones that you carry or you like to carry? Right. So we offer a wide selections of men's, women's and, and, and kids. Um, we have a lot of sizes in the most popular shoes right now, which are like Yeezys, the Kanye's West uh, shoes, mm-hmm. Jordans, obviously retros, mm-hmm. Nike Dunks, a lot of those popular things that we carry on. We differentiate ourselves from like any other sneaker stores in Maine specifically because mm-hmm. we don't carry the normal stuff that other people want. We, we like it's mm-hmm. only we focus on high end stuff that mm-hmm. Maine never had. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, so it's yeah. A, so you're a specialty store, so you really kind of set that you're a niche. Yeah, yeah, which is unique. You know, it's something yeah. new for Maine, and it's it's just great because it's it's been yeah. out there for a while, but no one has ever done it in Maine. So you know, we mm-hmm. decided to you know why not just uh, it, yeah, it's just, that's great. Yeah, awesome seeing you know community and interacting with us and, and loving the idea that's great yeah i mean it kind of makes sense you, you know the newest you know the newest high-end sneakers wouldn't necessarily be in quantity in maine so you know you get mm-hmm. the you get the newest like wolverine work boots <laughs> 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 if someone's drafted they're like the top of the line there that's you might find those around but more easy than you find some yeah. of the sneakers this is cool yeah um yeah, yeah. 
But just to go kind of on what you were talking about before in terms of like this being an expanding market, I found an interesting tidbit that, and this is something that just blew me away, uh, but I saw this uh, in a Business Insider article or post, mm-hmm. and it said in July 2021, it was estimated that the sneaker resale industry is worth about $2 billion and could grow to $30 billion by 2030. So the question I have is, why do you think people are so passionate about finding specific sneakers to, to kind of elevate this and to keep this thing growing? Right. It, it, it seems it seems crazy for some people because who would imagine people buying sneakers um, for hundreds of dollars? You know, it's just sneakers mm-hmm. that you um, wear to everyday things. But people are getting um, people nowadays care about fashion and, and, and everyone, you know, want these high end popular shoes. It's, it's almost becoming like a trend. A mm-hmm. trending thing, you know, that if, if I see someone wearing those shoes, for example, the, the, the Yeezys, you know, all, all kids nowadays want Yeezys. They, they just follow others and try to, I wouldn't say copy, but, you know, they, 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 see, they seem cool wearing mm-hmm. them. So they, they would like to get the same shoes. And also not to mention sneakers are like almost getting like stocks. To be honest with you, mm. but wow. people, yeah. people, yeah, it's it's people are investing a lot of money. I, I myself gotten a lot of requests uh, from people to to invest in this, and people people do like holds on shoes for them to go up in price. They hold them for like wow. years to go That's up crazy. in price and yeah it's almost like you know so they're holding their value they're like exactly these are just real that's crazy exactly until like you know they become more like they're worth something and they they double their profit wow. making hundreds of dollars mm-hmm. yeah well it makes sense because um, it's not like it's not like sneakers last forever right so, so if you've got to pay a yeah yeah and then you just if you hold on to them long enough just through natural processes certain number of that type of sneaker is going to fall apart they're going to get damaged yeah. they're going to get you know people are going to get rid of them or whatever that is now that you've is got true. something that's scarce now you've got vintage it's like this whole yeah. vintage thing yeah oh right. wow so let me ask you this so what what is the most expensive pair of sneakers that you've bought and then or you've sold because it's just crazy how the industry is <laughs> that's a, that's a good question um yep so one of one of the pairs is the the off white Chicago Jordan One. Mm-hmm. Those are probably the most uh, expensive pairs that I've ever gone and and sold. That time they were like worth about two to three grand. Wow! Again, I did wow. the same thing that I mentioned uh, as is holding holding them for a while and, mm-hmm. and resold them for like five grand. Wow! Oh, that's crazy. I thought, I thought and, the first price was good. That second one got me. Wow! <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's that's it's crazy. almost yeah, yeah, yeah. And that is honestly like not not the only thing that I you know people get impressed by. Like another another um one is that I I got the Jordan Four. What does I got like over like sixty pairs and and I hold on to them for like uh, about like six seven months and at that time i got them for like 150 and mm-hmm. uh hold on to them again for six to seven months and uh, sold them over 400 bucks each wow that's and we're talking that's that a, you can do that yeah. such a, we're talking such a, a nice little profit pairs. right there such a unique yeah. business yeah yeah, yeah. Wow. and and what's crazy is that everyone nowadays can do it you know no matter yeah. how old you are and you know it doesn't matter Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's just a matter of watching a simple video on YouTube and and mm-hmm. learning. It's almost like studying stocks market now. You know what shoes are, yeah, to hold yeah. and and what to sell right away. Wow, I was gonna say it's crypto and sneakers. That's where that's what <laughs> things are heading, man. That's- <laughs> a lot of nowadays, a lot of people are switching to crypto actually from sneakers. You know, 
But I, I just think the market for sneakers is not crashing anytime soon. Yeah. So. Oh, gosh, yeah. no. Definitely well, not. It doesn't, doesn't sound like it. It doesn't hurt that you have something tangible, tangible that you can yeah. hold. I, yeah. I think that's always the the cooler thing. That's, I mean, because I'm not I'm not a sneakerhead collector mm. myself. I, I'll confess to that. But I'm a I'm a vinyl record collector. Like I love me some vinyl records, and I just love the tangibleness of it. Like I can hold it and be like, yes, yeah. I have this. Right. Not on like my phone or in the cloud, but it's like, it's right here, mm-hmm. you know? It's, it's yeah. almost the same things for a lot of stuff, to be honest with you. If you, if you mm. know like that, if, if, if a thing is worth something and it will, it will go up in value, then, then you're almost doing the same thing, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And there's, and there's also an aspect of too, I'm sure for even people who collect sneakers, like some of them might not even holding on to it for an investment. It's like, this is a pair of sneakers I had, or look like, you know, something I had as a kid or, or it's, I just like these. So I'm just going to hang on to them just for the pleasure of having it. Mm-hmm. You know, you are right. You are right. Like I know, I know a few collectors that each release day, they buy like three pairs of their size and, and wear one of them and keep the other two in their closet and just keep going <laughs> their collection. No, it, it's, it's, it's. Wow. I see that a lot of time and it's it's actually and people don't sometimes like they don't know how much their like collection is worth and they say, you know, it's just, you know, just got these two pairs laying down, but but they actually like worth worth over five hundred bucks, you know. Yeah. Wow. So all right, this might be kind of tough for you to do. Yeah. But what are your top five all-time favorite <laughs> pairs of sneakers? Yes, now, these, give us your top five. These can be either ones that you just really like or that you've owned oh. or that you're like, no, I just like these because I like wearing them. So, I mean, whatever mixture of those that you yeah. could come up with. Top five. That is that is very tough, actually. That's a very tough question. Um, like Nowadays, we see a lot of releases. Honestly, at that point, there, there are so many sneakers that you know I could like. Mm. But one of the sneakers that I really like are the obviously the Jordan 4s. You mm-hmm. can't you can't go wrong with them. They're they're so comfy. Um, I like the design of them, and we also got the Easy Three Fifties that I mm-hmm. I like them very much. Like that's my everyday shoe that I wear to work, you know, to go out. And there's obviously much more, but but those are the the, the two favorite to be honest for me. Yeah. Nice. So tell us, what is one of the most important lessons that you have learned in business? Another good question. Um, I'd say. Taking risks. Mm. Um, with, with without risks, um, I, I wouldn't be here to be honest with you. It, it's it's um, actually bringing me back to that story when um, two years ago, me and my brother um, took a road trip um, to to a few events, sneaker events, um, mm-hmm. and we just would go to a bunch of events and sell and, and buy stuff. And we'd uh, talk to other people that that owns like you know a bunch of stores and 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 talking about their experience with it. And we got that feeling of like, why can't we just like go back to Maine and 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 do that idea? You know, open up a store. It mm-hmm. might it might seem hard, but it's it's possible. Mm. So yeah. so so me and my brother were like, let's do that. Let's 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 take that big risk and and just do it in Maine. You know, for the mm-hmm. for the first time. And and we we honestly like after we opened the the store, we didn't expect to to turn out like that. It was it was huge. You know, like I mean. I didn't tell this to anyone, and I promised myself to not tell anyone this. But literally, like uh, the amount of support that we got the same day, made me made me cry on the way back to to my house. You know, Aww. after work, it's it was it was insane. Um, mm. Like I just as a I'm 18 years old, by the way. Um, I didn't mention yeah. that, but just as an 18 years old, you know, seeing all that support and love from the community that we got, it was just huge and and insane. 
Yeah. That's awesome because you put yeah. a lot of blood, sweat, and tears into it. And just to have that, that's so cool. Yeah. And it, it, it's good to be overwhelmed by yes, that. I mean, absolutely. I, I get like that sometimes when we talk to people, you know, talking to clients or, or yeah. you know, right. or even just people who are like, oh, yeah, I, I really like the magazine, things like that. Yeah. And, and it's and, and yeah. it's it's just hard. Like, I know I know a lot of business owners and they they, they, they don't show the, the amount of work they put in um, mm. to make this amazing uh, business grow. I mean, like the amount of work we do out in the after hours is just insane. And, you know, it's yeah. not like a normal job that you get paid extra for these hours that you're working yeah 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 that's true it's it, it being a business owner is a little bit it's a it's like the it's like the opposite of math class you're trying to not show the work nece- necessarily <laughs> you know you're working 80 hours yeah 100 hours right yeah and and, and like money is not promised the next day you know you just got to figure it out and see what you can do in in order mm-hmm. to to make things work out mm-hmm. yeah yeah, yeah. So in line with all that, how do you define success as a business owner or personally? Success. Um, I would say achieving, achieving what you love, mm. if, in, in my opinion, you know, because like if, if I wouldn't like if I didn't love this, if I didn't love what I would do, I, I, I can't I, I personally can't mm-hmm. do it. You know, like there's there's few things that like you have to you have to love in order to, to do and, and be succeeding with it. You, mm-hmm. Like, I mean, if, if you give this business to another person, they might care about it, but they they wouldn't care as much as if they would love it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You Agreed. have to really love what you do. And mm-hmm. it sounds like you really have that passion for what you do. Yeah, it's 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 one of these things, you know, when you see like a, a 10 years old kid walking into your store and, and, and getting a pair of shoes and, and seeing their smiling um, mm. on their face. It's just, you know, makes me so happy. That's yeah. awesome. That's a special thing. Yeah. So we're inspiration junkies. We, we love to hear about what inspires people. So who or what inspires you? There's obviously a lot of people in life that, you know, inspires you. But one of the one of the most important ones um, are, are my my parents. You know, they mm. they, they give us so much. Um, and I sometimes you just you just don't think um, how, how much they love you and care about you and 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 the amount of support they give you, you know, I mean, my parents mm-hmm. immigrated from Iraq and had to start a new, a whole new life, you know, coming to America and, and had zero language, you know, mm-hmm. um, going up here. And, and they obviously, you know, I come from like a, a lower middle class. So it's just seeing all the love that I'm getting from them. And it's just truly, wow. I just don't know how to describe that, but it's just, mm. it's just touching. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds like you had a really good supportive family. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Marwan, thank you so much for for sharing your story with us. It's been inspirational for us. Absolutely. And uh, it's been a lot of fun to be able to talk with you uh, about sneakers and about business and and just your story in general, just uh, coming to to America and and what you've done and obviously your passion for what you're doing. Um, And it's it's just been great uh, doing this. We'll make sure that we have your social media information and, uh, you know, location of the store and all that Mm -hmm. in in the show notes so people can go and visit you. Yeah. Thank you so much for being with us today. This has been great. Your story is truly inspiring. Yeah. I appreciate it. Thank you, guys. Yeah. And we wish you great success in the coming years. For sure. Thank you. Thank you. Once again, we'd like to thank our sponsor, Gorham Savings Bank, and encourage you to check them out through the link in the show notes. And thank you again for listening. Mm